Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to uh, another pre-season Owen the Town podcast. Nice to have your company this afternoon, this evening, whenever you listen to it. Uh, my name's Dave Gregory, and first off, we have to apologise to all our YouTube viewers because today is audio only. Sadly, the man who normally puts the videos together, Luke, is uh, currently on tour with Brentford in uh, Germany, having a cracking time. So uh, when he's back, we'll be back to norm- normal podcasting hopefully on youtube but if you if you uh, just stay with us because it's audio only tonight i'm joined by bataro and we're just going to talk about the pre-season games that we just had the one at northampton and uh, some other stuff as well and hopefully uh, have an insight into what the team might look like as a starting 11 bataro it's your first one back how you doing hello good evening nice to see you yeah you too um first one back well, first we did one last week. You weren't the well, week before. You weren't here. No, I was here for one of them. Was you? Yeah, I don't no, remember that. The last one I was here, Dave. Was you? Yeah. That's memories, fella. That's, Come on, mate. Know, that's my old age. I know you isn't keep it? saying you're getting old, but you're not that old yet. <laughs> well, no I will excuses. be. I will be at the weekend, folks. Um, how's the pre-season been for you? What about everything that's gone on? Well, I mean, transfer business has been good. Unfortunately, I haven't been to see any of the pre-seasons. Yeah. But obviously, I've watched highlights and obviously, you know, read up reports and whatever else. So, which is not quite the same, but it's the best I can do at the moment, unfortunately. But I, uh, well, by the looks of it, what, what, doing all right. what uh, signing has really impressed you, if any? To be fair, I think a few of them. I think, like, even the thing for me now, obviously, watching Luton and, you know, seeing us like progress is like the, the, the kind of player we're pulling in now. It's like, it's not just like we're getting one, like an old. <clears throat> old timer kind of thing, is in his like mid to late thirties, and think, oh wow, he used to be a good player one day. Uh, sorry, once upon a time. Now we're looking at you know your Alfie Doughties who are like prospects, and for example, um, who's the other one? Uh, Woodrow. Woodrow, yeah. Woodrow, obviously paying money for players as well now, which is which is well, it looks which good for us. Well, it's what we need to do if we yeah. want to move forward, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yes, is it? This looks good for us, I think now. And I wouldn't say they're not. I wouldn't say they're dull signings. I'd say they're quite... They're exciting. Yeah, they're quite yeah, exciting. Quite exciting. Yeah. They're going to give us another element on the team, right? Yeah, and I think we'll see a different style of football again. It might help us to evolve our style of play as well and maybe change things up. I love the word evolve. I love that word because that's what our club is doing right mm-hmm. now. It's evolving. It's becoming what we want it to be to push to the next level. And it is hopeful that we have a decent season. We're going to talk about the starting lineups in a bit, but uh, let's have a chat about uh, uh, Northampton, the friendly there. I mean, listen, we know what friendly is about, really. Friendly is about getting match fitness and match time and seeing how your mm-hmm. players are. I mean, I'll just run through a couple of three-word reviews. Um, Steve said uh, second half better. Uh, Dylan, obviously, he got a look at Super Danny Hilton because, you know, what a legend that guy was. Uh, James, Freeman is quality. Um, 
and Dom Horvath, number one, and George announce Arabin Peple uh, or Peple or something. Is it Peple? Oh, I don't know. I cannot fair. wait for Luke to get back to announce that name. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you think about any of those? Any of those strike um, you? There's only a couple. I mean, Peple, I heard that he might have been at the game on Saturday. Oh, as really? a trialist. And, um, well, I'm... I hear something of Dave Nathan Jones say something about him not pursuing a try list. He'd done well, but I, look, well, no, I there know. was someone we didn't take on. Yeah, but I don't know if that was him. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so, but yeah, but I mean, look, I, I don't know nothing about this guy. To be fair, um, obviously, like Dylan says, super Danny Hilton. Hey, listen, quality, Danny. You know I mean? We was watching the highlights earlier before we come on, mm-hmm. and there was one turn he did in the box. Yeah, and you just thought, oh shit. Yeah, you know he's going to be he's going to be yeah. so good for Northampton, isn't he? It's ridiculous. Like Nathan Jones said in his interview after the game the other day, he turned around and went, "I can't understand why any League One club, any big League One club, wouldn't take him on." It's, it's crazy that like, no one has in League Two. He should he should do well. Right? Oh, he's he's way too good for League Two. Like, like without being disrespectful to League Two, but he is. I mean, he done it for us at League Two level. Immense stats. And same at League One. It's like, why is no one taking him on at a higher level? It's crazy, but yeah, look, fair play to Northampton, they've got an absolute steal there. And if he does well, you know, it'll be in League One before you mm, know it. Yep. Um, let's, let's talk a bit about the Northampton game then. The town lined up um, was, uh, should I go through it? Horvath, Bree, Burke, Osho, Potts, Doughty, Campbell, Clark, Woodrow, Morris and Addy Bayo. Um, and then obviously that changed a little bit later on in the game. Um, do you know what? There's another thing, and it always... It always Makes me happy when I see that more than a thousand hatters went up to Northampton to watch that little friendly. Uh, well done to anybody who do go. And um, so we've watched the highlights, and it looked like actually that Northampton were sort of going at us for the first twenty minutes or so. Well, by the highlights that they've shown us on YouTube that we've seen, it looked like a few few times like the back three or whatever it was. I mean, I, I didn't actually, I don't know know what the formation is or whatever, but. Their attackers were getting, I mean, winning everything. They were turning. I mean, Osho got turned a couple of times by the looks of it. Yeah, we did say that, uh, that he looked a bit sus mm-hmm. on a couple of things. And there's a lot of times when I thought he was getting uh, passed quite easily yeah. and he was pulling back. Uh, and that's quite worrying, you know. If, if Well, if let's hope he's getting out, they're getting out of the system in pre-season. I mean, that's what it's there for. But, yeah, I mean, I kind of sort of like kept tabs on the game uh, to begin with. I was... <laughs> Sounds stupid, but I looked on Bet365 after they give you in-play stats and whatever else, and they always update it. And it looked like we were getting, for the first sort of 20, 25, 30 minutes, it looked like we were getting, you know, bullied a little bit by Northampton. Is it, do you reckon that's just match fitness? I just think sometimes, I just think that's football, to be fair. I think well, it could be, it could because be, they FA, yeah, I mean, that could have been an FA Cup third round game the other day, and it could have happened. If you look at the goal that uh, Pinnock scored for Northampton, and, and we did, we did dis- sort of discuss this before we came on, that it seemed quite easy to pass through mm. our defence there. Yeah, I mean there was what four or five short one-touch passes, and then yeah. and then it was yeah, a tap-in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it was it was too easy. It was like um, it was just far too easy. Mm-hmm. How can we stop that? Well, like I say it's early days yet, and I, I don't think it's going to be like that in the league. I mean, we we've seen it before in pre- previous pre seasons. Things happen, you know. You go on to lose, like you know, a few games. You lose to smaller clubs and whatever else. You don't really worry. Oh, it might be worrying at the time. You think, oh shit, maybe not, you know, 
we're not looking that good. But look, I think I've got no problem. We're going to, we'll be fine. I mean, maybe Northampton are having a good day and, you know, was that our first proper pre-season really, wasn't it? it was well, yeah. Oh, you, you really can't count. Nah, that's it. I mean, you, that's the thing. it's just fitness. At the moment, yeah. it's just fitness and keeping people fit as well. That's all it is. Yeah. And what about uh, the script wasn't quite written for Danny Hilton to score against mm. us, was it? But uh, I'll be honest, I would have loved him to as well. It would have been fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. But uh, as, as long as we managed to beat them, obviously. Um, he tried a 45-yard lob, apparently. And uh, <laughs> and Jacob has written here, thank you, producer Jacob, it barely reached the six-yard box, which I think is quite amusing. And then he said he's only scored two goals outside of the box in his time at the club. I can't no. believe that. To be fair, most of his goals I do remember are either like, you know, tapping, like, well, poachers' goals kind of thing. And right place, right time, sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah getting in there. Yeah, it's being clever with his movement in and around the box. But I think two goals outside the area. I mean, was one of them against Derby County last season? Was that outside the area? Genuinely, you're talking to an old man. I've told <laughs> you this before. I can't remember. Wow, we'll have to look that cra- up. Yeah, Let's look that up at the end. Crazy of stat, though. If so you know different, just comment below and uh, we'll see. Um, Northampton basically had the best, best of the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think when you look at these sort of games, you've got to you've got to realise that they are for fitness levels. They are to get you going. They are to get you match fit. So, is the result important? No, no. It's no, about getting not. the player. I mean, as Skin a fan, match, you, you yeah. don't you want to see your team perform well, of course. But so um, chance to look at the new signings as well and see what they're about and see exactly. what position they might be playing. Exactly that, and and so second half though. Um, Two second half goals in very quick succession. In two minutes, weren't they? Yeah, two, three yeah. minutes, yeah. Um, Potts and uh, Adi Bayo. But let's talk about Adi Bayo's go. You said earlier you thought he was really good, what he did. Oh, it was brilliant. I mean, those kind of goals, your strikers doing that. I mean, last season we saw it, I think, obviously against Hull, I think one was. Well, and he chased pressing, down the defender, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Defender. Yeah. And those kind of, I mean, all right, from the defender's point of view, it's poor, but. From a striker's point of view, it's it's great forward well, attacking and but he's defense. forced that error. Yeah. He's forced that error and he's he's on him straight away mm-hmm. and he wants that ball and he and he wins it and, and that is quite uh a trait to have really, isn't it? Yeah. We we want to make sure that your attacker wants to get there and, and, and you're right, dispossession of a player in that area is already one on one with the keeper. Yeah, yeah. And to well, like to be fair to him, like he's done it a few he defends from the front he he does defend it. He's an attacker that likes to I not not defend, but yeah, it's more like he attacks the defender. Yeah. He doesn't just wait for it to happen. He creates that for himself. He's done it. I mean, how many times last season he was like tracking down a defender or the goalkeeper and he got a leg to the ball. And yeah. It's not like it's coincidence. It happens all the time because of the amount of effort he puts into it. And it helps that he's got, you know, 12 foot long legs as well. <laughs> 12 foot long legs. Uh, what do you think of his finish? Brilliant finish. It was just a place finish with a lot of power in it. And it's perfect. Precise. Yeah. Precise, yeah. Power as well. And it's just, well, obviously I know we can say, oh, it's only a pre-season, but that is is a brilliant finish. I mean, just the whole move from him, it was just all about him, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and you know, long may that continue because he's, he, he's absolutely such an exciting player and I hope mm-hmm. that he's with us come January window. Yeah, that's I think that's, that's the issue we have, isn't it? If he does pre- perform quite well in the first part of the season... I'm assuming January window will still be the same despite the World Cup break, I would imagine. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. A um, couple of minutes later, um, 
Bree and Doughty have a corner routine. Flicks out to Potts. Mm-hmm. And uh, off the post and in. Great finish as well. Great finish. It was spin in the box and yeah. Brilliant. And what's that? Two and two for Potts now, is it? It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And well, obviously I know, like I say, it's only pre-season, but he captained the team as well. The other day, I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, he's... He's one of those players, Potts, which I'm actually quite happy for him. He doesn't go away. People will like write him off. I'm, I'm sure we have. We're well, not written him off as such, but we've probably kind of thought his yeah. time was up a little bit. You know what was going on at the club, this and that. Not getting a lot of game time at one point, and all of a sudden, like last season, he played a few games here and there. He was important. He he was crucial. I think the season before that, I can remember against Bournemouth, we were beating one 0 at their place. Brilliant. And at the, all right, yeah, okay, he hasn't been. He hasn't been the best player for us. But do you know what? He's been solid. There is consistency yeah. there at times, yeah. And, you know, you see his name on the team sheet, mm-hmm. you're not thinking, oh. And yeah, and I think they found a position for him now as a centre-back and a free, rather than a left wing-back or a left-back. I think that's maybe the better position for him. But, look, I'm not saying he's going to be a star or this, but I think he's going to be a squad player, basically. He's going to be used... When and if we need him, and I think he understands that as well. He's not going to be a, a star. From in, in my opinion, he's not going to be a star. What What do you think his role is going to be then? Just Just a bit part. I think when there's injuries and when he's needed to cover, basically, he's going to be like a, a utility player. Okay, I, I think, and I think he knows that as well. We're going to talk a bit more about the teams that we think are going to start in a, in a short while. But um, who do you think is a guaranteed start? Just one player guaranteed start. Well, we know. Ali Bio, as long as he's with the club, 100% he starts. And if he doesn't, we're worried. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but actually, our front line has changed so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, there has a, a much more potential now, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but James Bree for me is the other one as well. If it, wasn't, if it wouldn't be Ali Bio, James Bree for me, it has to be. Always okay. starts. Always starts. Always start a James Bree. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't say Sonny, but let's uh, we'll get back to that in a minute. Uh, next couple of preseason games, obviously the Peterborough game has been moved to the, because of the extreme heat, which no one, absolutely no one, can stand in in the UK unless you've got a pool in the garden. Obviously, you'll love it. Oh, um, you'd fry, wouldn't you? Imagine that bloody sun going through the water. Oh, Jesus! Right. So fry. it's what is it? They recommend it's going to be 40 degrees, right? Oh. What's the temperature going to be like in Qatar compared to this? Crazy, mm. and they're still going to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sorry for the women playing tonight as well. That must be bloody out of there. I think they've been allowed to take water bottles. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. The crowd. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They had a lot of breaks as well, weren't they? Yeah. So, Peterborough next. Then um, again, it's another warm-up game. What are we looking to see there? Peterborough, I think just same again. Fitness, maybe try and you know get a few goals. I think it's always good for your attacking play as well. Maybe get. You know, your Morrises and you're trying to get the link up maybe between, you know, your strikers. Is he going to play a two? Is he going to play a three? Is he going to play a number 10? Is he going to play rather Clark in that position rather than Woodrow? I think he's going to see him just move it about a little bit. Do we see our first 11 starting? Um, so imagine, because we're going to talk about this in a moment. Mm. Imagine now we get to the West Ham game. Um, that's on Saturday. Um that's a week before the season starts, which is crazy. Oh, wow. That close. Isn't it? yeah, it's it is so wow. close. It's unreal. So does he put your starting 11 for the first game out against West Ham um, first half? Or is he still tinkering? Do we, does, does Nathan know he's starting 11? 
to be fair, I think last season we see a lot of changes anyway, didn't we? I think for certain, I think like the whole horses for courses kind of thing. And but I think we'll see maybe you know him try and like you say, like I was saying a second ago about maybe the the front line up. Maybe he's going to try that, see if it works, kind of thing. But yeah, I think you'll see roughly what he's going to go with. But obviously, like you say, every week will be different with certain tactics and whatever else. But is it now for Luton Town? It's more of a squad game than it's ever been because you know previous yeah. previous seasons. I'm not saying last season. Last season was spectacular, and mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to miss that at any point. But are we more a squad team than we've ever been? Yes, one hundred percent. All those players will play, and I'll be I'll be honest. I looked at it the other week and I thought, wow, we've got a lot of players. Where are they all going to fit in? But I think I see you, you'll see a few go out anyway, but. I think you look at him, we've got a lot of strength and depth now as well. And it will be no surprise if one week you're seeing, you know, a midfield three of, say, Lansbury, Pelly, Clark, or and then a week after you might see Lansbury, Berry, and, I don't know, Osho or something like that. I, do you know what I mean? You, you'll never know. But so we won't be surprised. I won't be surprised any, either way. And as we get towards that first game of the season, obviously, you know, we're all hoping that we sort of have that momentum from last season. What do you hope for? Because Bataro, have you said this yet? What are you hoping for this season? Oh, just, I'd, lo- I'd love to say just progression on last season, but that's very so hard progression to, from last season. Very would hard to come by, though, isn't it? Because we had such a great season; it was unexpected, really. Yeah, absolutely. And can we go out and get? Was it seventy odd points what we got last season? No, it's, that's a tough ask. Really tough ask, and I mean, even if we get if we get near that, we fall short the amount of points we got last season. I think it's still a good season, personally. I genuinely think we're in the hardest league in the country now. Yeah. The Premier League is competed for. There's only four teams that can win that at the moment, mm-hmm. but I think in our division, anyone can win it. Of course, I mean, you've you've got to look at your teams like your West Broms who are finishing thirteenth, fourteenth last season. I mean, they're not going to do that again this season, are they? No, of course no. not. And look, okay, people might go, oh, yeah, Luton won't do that again, but how, how do they know we're not going to do that again? Well, there's no reason why we can't. Shall we uh, think about that? They're thinking about the first game of the season at Birmingham um, in a couple of weeks' time, which uh, I can't wait to get to. Um, Shall we talk about our, what we think, you and I together, mm-hmm. will be our starting 11? Then we'll go, we'll go to your views as well. We've had a, a few people... Uh, let us know what they think and uh, let's go with that. So, um, obviously, we start with the goalkeeper and I don't think there's any discussion here. I think we've got to take your man from Forest, haven't we? Yeah, I think everyone's saying it. I don't, I've don't. i not seen a difference of opinion yet, but I think for the sheer fact of this guy is recognised goalkeeper, even Forest fans, they like him. I think he filled in last season when I think Samba got injured and whatever else for, for a while. I think he did it right. But look, he's a, he's a big guy as well. I, he looks solid. I've seen clips of him. He, look, he looks like a decent keeper. So, yeah, for I, I think personally it's got to be Horvath or however you say his, spell his name. Say his name. Well, when you say it like you've just said it, that would be good. Uh, let's have a look at the, 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 the back. Obviously, you're going to say Sonny straight away. <laughs> yeah, so let's let's get that one out. Let's talk about the back three, back two, back four, whatever. Let's what go. do you think? Well, I put down here... I'm, this bit, obviously, we went through one. Obviously, I've just marked down a few bits here. But go for it, yeah. I think it's going to be a back three again. I think that's what we like. We, you know, we like to go for. It's going to be 
I think, obviously, Bradley, yeah, for me, it's got to be Sonny Bradley. Yeah, he has to play. Quality player. But I think the one out of the three that stands out for me who will never get dropped, well, he might get dropped, but he, you've got to look at him and he's one of the first names on the team sheet is Reese Burke. Reese Burke. And, and Phenomenal defender. Is, is, is he becoming your new favourite? Well, look, Dave, I mean, Sonny's the man, let's face it. But <laughs> now, nah, Reese Burke, he, I think he's one of those players that I look at, I think... In a couple of years' time, why can't he make? He can't. Why can't he take the next step up, kind of thing, and become a better? Well, I say not a better player, but like a, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like a. I think I think he's when he joined us. Um, I think he's improved loads and he's become quite a solid defender. Yeah. So for us, I think yeah, you look at him and go, do you know what he's on? That's sound. I don't think I've ever seen him have a bad game either. No. Brooke. So what about what about the final position there? If we're, if we're going three at the back, who who are you going to go for? Tom Lockyer. Lockyer. So who do we leave out? See, this is where maybe I'm struggling to think at the moment. But the only two I could think of that can play in them positions at the moment is Potts and Osho. Have I left anyone out there? Again, I I generally can't. Where, where would Bell go? Bell's a... See, Bell, yeah, this is another one. Well, Bell would be obviously left wing back, wouldn't he? Yeah, so are you gonna right. go, who are you going to go for left wing back? Well, it's out of Doughty and Bell, really, isn't it? But I think at the, we'll think we'll start with Bell, personally. I think it wouldn't be no surprise if we saw Amari Bell drop into a back three as well next season. Right. I wouldn't be surprised at that. But you don't think Nelson's going to start Doughty? Because uh, there's a connection. He, does, there's, if, yeah, he knows yeah, this player. Yeah, of course. But if he does, I think it'll be further up the pitch in a different formation, maybe. Maybe he's a left like left winger or like a left sided midfielder. Okay. But no, for me I think you've got to go with Bell. I think Bell was extraordinary last season. He came on like leaps and bounds, I think. And I think it'd be very harsh to take Bell out by how he's playing last season. But like you say, obviously Doughty's he's an exciting prospect. One he's probably the player I look at all the signings, I'm really excited to watch. But um as I said last well, two weeks ago. No, that podcast I apparently didn't turn up for you. No, that one. There was one you didn't turn up for, mate, because I know I did yeah. it with Luke on my own. Yeah, that was oh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. I'll show you on YouTube, yeah, mate. No, I'll tell no, you. no, Um Right wing back, who's that? It's got to be Bree. Bree. Has to be. We haven't got another right wing back, have we, really? I mean, Clark can play there, but it's got to be James Bree. He's, for me, he's one of the best right backs in the league. Unreal player. But yeah. So then we push up the pitch a little bit more, and your next player you, can, you think is going to start. See, it's that holding role. For me, it's yeah. going to be Lansbury. Lansbury's quality, isn't he? Mm, brilliant. And I think you need someone like that in the middle. He's, well, he's, who's he's the just al- a bit of a bastard, isn't he? <laughs> well, I love it. But who's the alternative to him? Uh, Pelly, maybe. So Pelly, is he fit? No idea where he's been. We have nothing. No we have no about him. Do. Um, so Lansbury in front of Pelly, if Pelly was fit? For me, yeah. People will disagree with that, I know, but... What's the difference between them two in your eyes? Uh, the difference, just different players, aren't they? For me, Lansbury's the, he's an aggressor. He's he's a warrior. He likes to fight with people. He likes to wind people up. And but his quality is is sick. honestly the guy. His vision, everything about him is just he's just silk, isn't he? Well, I'll, I'll go with that. So we we push forward a bit, right? For me, and I'm sure you'll agree, Alan Campbell must start, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Well, yeah, hundred percent. You you can't not play Campbell. The guy is he's not having two players on your team. When he first came, and we said this on the pod last last season quite a lot that uh, when he first came, I went, oh, it's a bit meh. You know, he, he he's okay, 
But my God, didn't he not develop into a oh, better player for the rest of the him. season? What can we hope to see from him this season? Campbell, oh, maybe a few more assists and goals, maybe. Because I think I don't think we'll see him holding midfield. I think we'll see him pushing a bit further up, doing the sort of like the box to box role. He so got injured last season, didn't he? As well, you know. Yeah, imagine, did, he? imagine yeah. him not being injured. Mm-hmm. Imagine what we might have achieved. Well, yeah, I mean, we can always look at that, but I mean. Next season, I think he'll he'll become a stronger player at, at, at that level. Who plays alongside Campbell? For for me personally, it has to be Clark. Jordan Clark has to play in that position. I love Jordan Clark. Mm-hmm. Brilliant player. Do you know that the problem we have right now is there's so many to choose from. Yeah, so many good players. I mean, we've got Luke Berry knocking around as well. He's still a good player. People forget about him. True, true. Um, in front of them too. I know, I know. I know you're going to say you're going to definitely say this guy. I, yeah, I'll, I'll write it down. I'll write it down. Woodrow. Well, I've written that yeah. down. Woodrow. There yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I think with it's it's one of those ones. I'm not too sure. Will he start? Or, uh, but I think Nathan Jones likes him. He speaks highly of him. I think he's brought him in for that position. But yeah, again, the front three. Uh, how are we going to? play? Well, is it a front three or whatever it is? It's going to be a number ten. Or t- but look, but if Woodrow's number ten, you know, you, you know, he can do that job. Yeah, and it'd be Ali Bio and probably Morris because you spent money on him. But I, oh, just, for me, just a, just a point though. Yeah. Uh, we had a discussion about would we sign Morris, and people were saying that you know we're never going to pay that mm-hmm. amount of money for him because it was rumored to be two million. Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, we haven't broken our transfer record as, as, as it stands. As yeah, we, we, know. we don't know. Yeah. But what a signing that was. Mm. It's a bit like I said, I, I said the other week, I can't lie, I said I'm not too sure is he going to do it, but he's a big powerful unit to be fair, Morris. He's a target man with quick feet and uh, obviously in a team like Luton, he might thrive more and hopefully he does. But uh, for me, I think it's a bit harsh on Harry Cornick. A lot of people are saying they're leaving him out, but Cornick was brilliant last season. Uh, for, me, Corn- for, for me, Cornick has to start, but I just don't think he will. I just don't think he's going to get started. So do you think, and uh, clearly we, we know Adi is going to start if he's fit. So yeah. you've got to choose one more person to play alongside him. Who are you picking? Uh, that was a tough one. Sorry to jump that yeah, one. Yeah, nah, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do, sorry. We'll, we'll go uh, We'll go with Cornick, Adi Bio, and Morris. We'll take Woodrow out. Wow. Adi Bio on the left, like an inverted sort of striker, just off Morris. Morris has a vocal point. Um, yeah, with Adi Bio and Cornick just off of Morris, like playing off him. Morris dropping into the deep positions, picking up the ball, a bit like a Harry Kane position. If that makes sense. The best thing is we haven't got long to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you can tell the excitement. Oh, yeah, the excitement. Of I, I actually, for it already. I picked up my uh, my uh, upgraded season card oh, this time. Nice. Yeah, just you know. I still haven't got mine yet. Yeah. Um, so we asked you guys if you picked the first 11 for the first game, uh, who would you pick and in what formation? So I'll just run through these pretty quickly. We've got Carter who said he'd make a 3-5-2. He'd be doing Horvath, Burke, Bradley Bell, Bree, Campbell, Pelly. There's one. Pelly if he's mm-hmm. fit. Doughty, Woodrow, Morris and Ali Bayo. Um, he said that's a fit squad and very harsh on Cornick and Clark. But our bench is looking solid, and this there's it, a yeah, brilliant yeah. thing because the, the bench is bigger now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many subs can we have now? Five. five. Is it five now? Is it five subs? Wow, 
I know you can have a lot more on the bench. And a lot more on the bench. So that makes sense why I sign a few yeah. more, yeah. Of Grant said, uh, Horvath, Bree, Doughty, Campbell, Bradley, uh, Burke, Cornick, Lansbury, Adibayo, Woodrow and Morris. Again, most of the players we've already mentioned. Uh-huh. Uh, Adam, 3-4-1-2, uh, Horvath, Bell, Osho. Bell and Osho. Uh, Burke, Doughty, Campbell, Lansbury, Bree, Woodrow, Adibayo, Morris. So... Same names are coming up all the time. Uh, Phil, Horvath, Bre- uh, Burke, Bradley, Bell, Bree, Campbell, Clark, Doughty again, Woodrow, Adibayo, uh, and Morris. Clark is the one I thought longest about. He could do the KDH role, uh, but from there, but it may restrict Campbell too much. Tough one. Restrict Campbell. Well, because Campbell's is that tenacious midfield player for us, isn't he? And uh, I can I can see sort of where he's coming from. Dan three four one two Horvath Burke Osho Bradley Bree Campbell Pelly again, if he's fit. Um, a lot of people saying Pelly's fit. He's a legend, you know that. Uh, Bell Woodrow Cornick and Addy Bayo. Pelly likely to miss the start of the season, so Clark would come in. I'm not convinced about Woodrow at ten. We could be left open, but thinks Jones starts him against Birmingham in that position. Yeah, uh, this, this is the thing. Yeah, this is why for me Woodrow doesn't get in. Straight away, because obviously if you play number ten, you lose, you know that more. Well, may, maybe not a balance. Well, maybe an imbalance. It depends what way you look at it. And depends how the, you know, what I mean how it goes. But yeah. And finally, we have uh, Luca that says four three one two as a as a formation. And again, most of the players we've already mentioned: Horvath, Bree, Burke, Bradley, Doughty, Osho, Campbell, Clark, Woodrow, Morris, and Addy Bayo. So you know. We're all on the same hymn sheet here. Yeah, we're yeah, picking mainly the same players. And you know what the maddest thing about it is? We've forgotten players like Freeman. Oh, We've crikey. forgotten players like Cameron Jerome. Jeez. Um, yeah, yeah, look, it's I can't Berry. see. I, no I one's got Berry in there, I don't think. Personally, as much as uh, uh, Campbell, not Campbell, sorry, Jerome, sponsored by DLA Driving School, just to let you know, um, he is a good player. He's, you know, he knocked in two goals the other day. Um I can't see him as a starter. No, but, but this is the maddest thing. I mean, we finished, what, sixth last season? Was it sixth? Yeah. Yeah, of course. We finished in the playoffs, mate. Yeah, Don't I remember was, those. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. I was just trying to work it out. I was like, sixth? Yeah, it was sixth, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long summer. But yeah, look, I mean, Cameron Jerome, second half of the season, was phenomenal. And he was key to that. We, we had this discussion on the podcast in the season. It's like, we're forgetting players like Jerome, players that have helped us achieve like last season. And now we're like, we're kind of writing them off a little bit. But that's where we're at at the moment, with all the players we're signing and whatever else. But it's mad. I mean, Musquay, obviously, I'll put him oh, Do you know what? I can't see him playing for us next season. Do you think he'll go out alone or will we uh, just let yeah, him go? Yeah, I think him and Mendes Gomez, you might be see gone out See, there's another name we haven't even thought of putting no. on there. But the bench will look solid. Whatever the bench is, it will be solid, mm-hmm. which will be cool. And, you know, we haven't got that far to wait, so yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. We might be completely wrong. We might have, I don't know... Well, all the teams, that we, well, the players that we're naming, it might be like completely different come first game of the season. You know what I mean? It might be a 4 3 3 with Doughty left wing, with Adi Bio up top and Woodrow on the right or something silly like that. You don't know, but. Yeah. The best thing is, it's just a little under two weeks away. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. Life's back to normal again. Isn't it? So, talking about being back to normal, did you see on uh, social media the other day there was a. A, a player that had a player cam strapped to him. Yep. 
Yeah. Was that um, Cone versus AC Milan? Milan. And it got us wondering on the podcast, what Luton moment would you have loved to have seen in that position? Got anything mm. that, you know, when you've got that body cam on, and, it, and I, I appreciate that if you're on YouTube, we can't show you this right now. So body cam's on, you get a really different view of the, of the, of the action and the goal. You had to pick one moment or maybe two from watching Luton Town. What would you take? See, I thought I thought yesterday about this. I think it was Henry Lansbury last season or whatever. I had a little, I had a little grab with a goalkeeper. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Why not the goalkeeper? Obviously, he went nuts. I'd love, I'd love to see that on the body cam. Actually, what he'd done. That's brilliant. Seeing the whole build up of it all. And that to me, because that just gave me a laugh, to be fair. Like uh, something funny, yeah. It was almost that Paul Gascoigne moment. Yeah, of course. And like just seeing something like that. I mean, we kind of like we got the gist when it happened at the time, and we'd be like, "What the fuck's going on?" And obviously, people say, "Oh, yeah, I think he just grabbed us." You know what? And we're thinking, oh, "But you imagine seeing that?" He cracks up. You think this is brilliant? What's he doing? Do it. Go on, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> do it again. Yeah. Do you something get... else this time. You got a body cam on. You might as well do it all. But yeah. yeah. So for me as an oldie, um, obviously the first couple of things you'd say is you'd like to have seen the ready goal. Mm. from Raddy's mm-hmm. perspective uh, against Man City. And also, obviously, anything in the Littlewoods Cup final, especially uh, maybe Danny Wilson. But I think Danny Wilson one would have been quite spectacular because of the way it would have approached his camera. Or Andy Dibble. Andy Dibble. Oh, yeah, see, bloody hell. Andy yeah. Dibble. See, I haven't even Stick thought that. I was, in, think, yeah. I was thinking goals, goals, goals. But mm-hmm. the Andy Dibble penalty save, which we, we when we spoke to Andy on the podcast last year, he's so proud of, kept us in the game. And uh, obviously Brian Steen. But for me, if I had to pick one moment, it would be that challenge from Sol oh, at Stoke. Oh, Dave, you're nasty. I know I'm nasty, <laughs> but we've seen it from different angles. Imagine yeah. that with the body cam on. Yeah, well, to be... Ooh. And sound, you know, ooh, imagine that. Crunch. Imagine the crunch. Imagine the... Oh, yeah. The, you, you did gonna, did you he get, yelp? Yeah, <laughs> well, thing, yeah. We, well, we I mean, I still think it was a brilliant challenge. Hey, you got the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so... To be fair, no, no, you've got a point. That'd been great to been great to watch. I mean, you would have seen it like you've seen like the whole the camera just up and down, up and down, bang. Next minute, bang. You can see it go flying through the air. It'd be amazing, yeah. wouldn't it? But also another one. I've got another one talking about that. Steve McNulty's wonder volley against, I believe it was Southport. Yeah, in the conference. Yeah, I'd that. love to have seen that on the camera as well because that would look like a, I don't know a meteor coming from space, wouldn't it? Just dipping underneath that bar and in the top corner, but. Well, that's if, yeah, I was going to say, that's if Belly didn't like jiggle it up and down a bit because he was a big old boy, wasn't he? But no. <laughs> You've got a good perspective on it. Uh, we asked you guys uh, if if players were fit for cameras, uh, what would Luton moment like that would it be for you? Uh, Barney said Danny Hilton for Ollie Lee's goal against Cambridge because he's knee slided, didn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, or Sheehan diving in the stands after Loire Loire's goal versus Warsaw. Now, that would have oh, been an amazing fans, yeah, What yeah. a brilliant thing. Uh, Luton report, Keith Keane's corner goal versus Oxford from his perspective. See the whip and the bend from that yeah. angle, yeah. Different, than it? Uh, Michael, Hilton knee slide versus Cambridge. Uh, would love to see Ford's face after that goal. <laughs> yeah. um, adds body cam on Naismith for his winner against Bournemouth. Yeah, that was, I mean, uh, you know, Naismith's gone for, for his own reasons and mm. obviously that's yeah, financial, but bloody hell, what a goal that mm. was. Uh, Let's not forget Ollie Lee's goal as well from a different postcode. Yes, that. yeah, well, you know, 
There's so many. It's quite interesting that everybody's picking um, goals. Rob said Antic versus Antiques versus Man City because being there was amazing, but mm-hmm. to see it from a different perspective would have been amazing too. Or maybe even put a body cam there on David Pleat's jig across the pitch. That would have been quite funny, <laughs> wouldn't it? Uh, whoever Dr. Krull is, uh, Steen, second goal versus Arsenal in the League Cup final, which we've said. Uh, Dave, Napka's goal at Wembley. From yeah. whoever played the through ah, ball. Who, yeah, who yeah. played the through ball? Oh. Nichols? Never, no. never ask a question, Dave, oh. you don't know the answer to. So there's Nichols one. Nichols or King? Who was it? It was a great pass. Uh, you you think yeah, on for a bit. Simon said, it's so tough, but I'm going for Scott Oaks third against West Ham in 1994. Honestly, that was a run and a half. Imagine that sense of picking up on the halfway line and bearing down on the Kenny end to win it. Uh, uh, Simon, I can't disagree with you. And Tony, the Monker free kick against mm. Pompey. There are so many moments in watching Luton Town that you could pick up on and and think, my, that would have been a different angle. Yeah. And maybe you look at things differently there. You know, you, you look at technique, you look at the technique that, for instance, Naismith had when we scored against Bournemouth. And maybe you see it so much differently from that body cam view. It's it's not going to be something, is it? It's not going to be oh, something no, that players are going to wear for a long, long time. Remember what, what happened? Was it was it last season? I think it was when there was uh, basically who was it on the halfway line that basically turned their player basically like they were going to go through and score? Was it Clark? They took a touch and basically absolutely done their player who, as the last man. Do you know what? It could have been Clark, but you're again talking to an old person. Which really, <laughs> to be I can fair, use I'm that. Start, I'm starting time. to forget things, Dave. Don't worry about it. But it's yeah. I mean, there are so many things that you could, you could put it down to, and but like, and also, I like I just like watching set pieces as well for them kind of camera angles. I think set pieces like corners and stuff. If it was a good corner, like delivery and nice header. I think they'd, they'd be great to watch. Well, it's something that might happen in the future. I mean, Bataro, listen, we've babbled on for. Mm. A while we've got the two friendlies coming up, and then after that first game of the season, Luke will be back soon, um, back on Wednesday. So hopefully next week it'll be a full podcast uh, with YouTube as well. Uh, we thank you for listening. Thank you for coming out tonight, Bataro, and joining in for this little chat. And uh, we'll see you all again next week. Oh, and there goes a the dog. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> Have a good one.